Hey Solomon, this is Jay Rosemary. Are you tired of feeling overwhelmed and alone? I know when my children were younger, there was a lot of times I felt alone. That's why I started Solomon's Talk, this podcast. But you're not alone. You don't have to parent alone. And I, I keep repeating it because it's something that it seems we are convinced that we are alone. But reach out to me. I'm here for you. I can talk you through anything that's going through your mind. Because believe me, I've gone through some stuff. You can tell from listening to these podcasts that I empathize with you. And I understand and can connect with what's happening with you. So click the link below and book a one-on-one with me. We could just chat. Uh, No obligation, no... um, No commitment, just chat. And so don't parent alone. Click the link below and book a a chat with me. And no obligation, confidential and safe place to talk about you. Tired, weary, frustrated? What would you be doing if you weren't raising children alone? What's stopping you from living your best life now? On Solo Mom's Talk, I discuss with solo mothers the challenges you face raising children alone. So if you're a working solo mom dealing with independent children, insensitive bosses, weight and health issues, or even debt collectors, join us as we discover your path to get and stay healthy, increase your income, and live with joy and purpose. In this Elizabeth Kush. Thank you for coming and talking to me today, Elizabeth. Uh, I really appreciate you. Oh, that's so nice to be here, Rosemary, and it's so nice to meet you face to face. I know we've emailed back and forth. Yeah. Yes, finally getting started. But and before <laughs> we move on, um, can you tell us who is Elizabeth? Mm. Well, uh, I am a mom, I am a wife, I am uh, a daughter, but I'm also a podcaster, a mental health therapist, and a life coach. Oh. And, a bus- and a business owner. And a business <laughs> owner. So you, you're a typical mom. <laughs> I am. A I'm a hats. typical mom. Yeah. That is true. Many yeah. hats. Many, and I'm a dog owner. So yeah, lots of hats. <laughs> I take care of lots of people. My, yes. Although my sons are, are now grown. But yeah. 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 Uh, okay. Well, I really appreciate you um, telling that, telling us that. Today, mm-hmm. we're um, recognizing World Mental Health Day. That's and right. yes, yeah, so I wanted to actually touch on that because it's such, mental health is such a challenge for solo moms and mm-hmm. probably everybody at this point in time. So tell, tell me something that we can do today to actually focus more on our mental health? Mm. Well, I I think it's important to normalize that, yes, everybody 
there are moments probably when everyone has struggled with mental health stuff, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, this isn't just the quote unquote crazy people. Everyday average people struggle with mental health. And I think knowing that you're not alone, that there are people out there that can help if needed, whether it's a therapist or a life coach, there are people that can help and that you don't have to go through this by yourself if you are struggling. Right. Yes. Thank you. And sorry to throw that out at you, but I just wanted to get like a quick and dirty. Okay. So um, now that you've told us who you are, can you tell us what you do? Yeah. So um, in my therapy practice, uh, progression counseling, I work with anxious adults. So men and women who struggle with anxiety and stress, I help them through a better understanding of what happened in their past is impacting them today. Because oftentimes the patterns that we fall into in our past because of how we were raised or experiences we've had impacts our stress and anxiety today. And so I help them kind of better understand the connections and then work through bringing more calming, peaceful, compassionate strategies in their day-to-day life. Um, Sorry. Go ahead. No, sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say in my life coaching business, it's similar, uh, dealing less with sort of trauma and past issues, but helping overstressed, um, overwhelmed women find more balance and ease in their lives. Okay. Excuse me. Sorry. Thank you. Um, All right. So in both your endeavor, I, I suspect that you focus on how our past affect our present. Mm-hmm. I do. <laughs> uh, can you tell us some of the ways that manifests, like in, mm-hmm. in what ways? Yeah, well, uh, it can impact us in a lot of ways. One in particular is if, well, especially if we have experienced trauma in the past, whether it's a what they call the big T trauma or small T trauma, when we've had experiences that sort of disrupt our emotional regulation as a child, oftentimes because of our parenting, how we were parented, we may not have been taught how to manage those big feelings. And so I know for myself, I speak from experience that oftentimes we just push the feelings away and we don't deal with them. And then in adulthood, when things start shifting and changing or suddenly we want to do things differently, the emotions may come up then. So it may present as anxiety or depression or just an un, un knowing that some of your needs weren't met when you were a kid. And so now having to figure out how to do that in adulthood. Um, other ways is oftentimes we are... Uh, told stories about who we are, like, oh, you were too much as a kid, or you were the one who was so needy, or you were just so loud all the time. And we internalize those stories so that we come to believe them about ourselves when really this is someone else's story about us. And these are things that I can help and other therapists or coaches can help us to release them when they don't belong to us anymore. 
Right, right. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, also, I wanted to talk about patterns. Like, you know, mm-hmm. when when we don't deal with trauma, I think, yeah. we develop these patterns and we wonder, why do I keep doing that? Mm. Can you address that? Yeah, sure. I, I, and know that that's, that can be true for someone who's not a trauma survivor too, right? Mm-hmm. We learn how to cope as a kid. We learn how to manage, whether it's feelings or experiences or people in our lives. We learn how to do that as an, at an early age. And yet we don't, we're not often given the tools to shift those patterns as we age, as we get older mm-hmm. and they can become very ingrained. I mean, they talk about now nowadays, like the neuroplasticity of our brains, like our brains can change, but we just have to do the work to help it change and shift those patterns. So I'll give you an example that say Sunday nights are really difficult for you. So you worry and stress about work the next day, then it keeps you up at night, you don't sleep well, you start your day on Monday feeling tired and exhausted, and yet you're doing the same thing every Sunday. You're like, I'm going to be better this time, but then the worry gets a hold of you and you keep worrying, 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 mm-hmm. instead of maybe shifting a pattern of how am I going to take care of myself on Sunday? How What can I put into place that will help me manage the stress better going into Monday. Maybe it means I go to bed earlier. Maybe it means I have a rest day on Sundays and instead of making Sunday, like what we call today, Sunday fun day and then drink all day <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. We do things. We shift the patterns so that that becomes the norm and that can also shift the feelings. Mm. Okay. Um, you kind of touch on what I was going to talk, want you to talk about next and it's self-care. Um, self-care is something that gets thrown around a lot and we sometimes hear it so much that we become numb to it, but explain the importance to someone who is dealing with trauma or is dealing with, with the results of trauma based on what you're talking about, the, the pattern, you know, the bad, yeah. the wrong patterns or the negative patterns. How, yeah. how does self-care help with that? So what I found that is, is often the case with trauma is when it's unresolved, um, we've learned to sort of shut off the feelings. We've learned to compartmentalize them because they were too painful to process. Would Maybe we weren't given the skills to process them. Um, and so we fall into these patterns of, of sort of putting the feelings aside, which I think is part of self-care is acknowledging our feelings and really being able to be with them. Mm-hmm. But also I think as women we are programmed, whatever, culturally, it's put on us to really take care of everybody else, to give all of all, all of us to others. Like that's the unselfish thing to do. That's who we are as caregivers. And so 
our needs, that self-care, and and it doesn't have to be like getting your nails done. It can just be like, am I thirsty? Am I hungry? Do I need to rest? That's self-care. But those those things get put to the bottom of the list or left off the list altogether. So often I find that women are doing, 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 doing. It gets to the end of the day and they're exhausted. And now there's no time or energy to put into place self-care. Like, so you just go to bed exhausted and wake up exhausted the next day. Mm -hmm. Versus taking those moments throughout your day to check in and say, well, what do I need in this moment? Do I need to lay down for 10 minutes or get a big glass of water or eat a snack? Yeah. Or just rest. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. I, so to I, me, self care yeah. is 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 those little moments throughout the day. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. I I think sometimes we get caught up in you know the label that you know we're lazy if we just take a rest, or yes. you know, so it makes us feel bad and guilty that you know we're lazy. Mm-hmm. We're not. We're not busy. We're lazy. Yeah. So, lazy, selfish. If we're putting our needs before other people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of negative stigma for women around taking care of themselves, Mm -hmm. even though we're drummed with self-care, self-care, self-care. Yeah. And then when we don't take care of ourselves and it affects us mentally, then we call crazy. (laughs) Right. Right. Or do we beat ourselves up? Like, why aren't I taking better care of myself? Like, why do I keep saying I'm not going to you know, drive myself into the ground and then I do it anyway. Yeah. 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 And yeah. Okay. But yes, we can go crazy from it for sure. <laughs> All right. So I want, I wanted to um, delve more into self-care and, you know, women taking care of care of themselves, moms taking care of themselves, um, given this world mental health day. But mm-hmm. also I wanted to, you know, talk more about, your work, um, since we're going to go to tomorrow, (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. and tell us how you help people specifically, not in general, and how we could get in touch with you. Sorry. Yeah. Um, So specifically, well, oftentimes it does depend on the individual because everybody is unique in their story. But for women, especially for moms, Having difficulty with your teen? Are you struggling with finding solutions to your everyday parenting problems? Being a solo mom can be tough. I know, with all the things you juggle mostly for your children, you're left with very little time for yourself. It can be hard to see your way out from where you are currently. But what if I told you that you can change your life and the lives of your children? As a Christian solo mom of three adult sons, I know firsthand some of the challenges you face. But I also discovered that when I shifted my mindset, I was able to transform my life in some amazing ways. Hi, I'm J. Rosemarie, your personal confidant and mentor. I invite you to connect with me and take the first step towards transforming your life. Together we can work to find solutions to your ongoing challenges and create a life you desire for yourself and your children. 
And no, this is not about fixing. This is about us working together to achieve your goals. So if you're ready to take the next step to empower yourself to transform your life, click the link below and sign up for a free consultation call with me. I look forward to hearing from you and helping you on your journey to becoming the best version of yourself. Rec helping them recognize when these old patterns are what drives them to just push, 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 not take care of themselves. Like, am I, am, do I consider myself lazy or have I heard that story in the past about being lazy? And so then how do I, you know, I try to help them release that story because it's not theirs anymore. Mm -hmm. So what do they, you know, what does it mean to them? And it really does get at the feeling behind if I am considering myself lazy, what does that mean about me, right? I'm not going to get done what I need to do. I'm going to let go of my responsibilities. I might not take care of my kids. When the reality is your body just needs permission from you to rest and giving yourself sort of making sure you're keeping the promises you make to yourself, like tomorrow I'm going to do better. Well, make that a priority. If that's important to you, how can you find the space in your day? And it's all about making it manageable too, because mm -hmm. we do lead busy lives. That's the reality. I mean, I talked to somebody the other day and they're like, I keep meaning to meditate, but you know, I'm busy driving my kids around. And by the end of the day, I'm so tired. I just, I fall asleep if I meditate. I was like, Maybe that's what you need to do yeah. is fall asleep, right? Maybe that's what your body is telling you. So I think oftentimes for women, it is finding the resistance behind what it means to take care of yourself or resting or um, putting your needs first sometimes, saying no yes, to things that like volunteering or extra activities or even to your kids. Like, I can't do that right now mom needs to rest or mom yes. needs to sit down for a minute. Yes. And stop being so hard on ourselves. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. And <laughs> recognizing too, that that self-critic, that inner critic can really make us feel so bad about ourselves. Mm -hmm. So, you know, imagining if your best friend came up to you and said, I'm so tired, but I just have to keep going. Would you say, yeah, you're lazy if you want to rest? You know, you'd be like, you know what? You should take care of yourself and, and yeah. rest. So why is it okay to treat ourselves with the harshness that we do? Right, yeah. right. Yeah. All right. Um, what is Elizabeth grateful for today? Mm. I am grateful that right now today, it is a beautiful sunny day and... I have a week ahead of busy work, but I also have built into it some self-care. So I am grateful for that too. Okay, cool. All right. Uh, so we talk about moms and um, self-care. Let's go on to still moms, but are women in midlife. What are some of the struggles that we face, you know? Kids are gone. <laughs> we are alone or, you know, with our hobby. Mm -hmm. 
What yeah. are some of those struggles? Well, I think for some women, the struggle is when all the energy has been sort of put into raising children, taking care of the home and work, that when kids launch, you know, when you're no longer, if you have an empty nest or as you're approaching retirement, the the idea of like, okay, well, what about now? What do I do? What What's going to fill my life now? As well as um, I've, I've been so good at taking care of everybody else. I don't even know what I want to do now, or maybe I'm not happy with what I'm doing now, but I'm just now realizing that I have the space in my life to, to recognize that I've been pushing myself so hard and I don't want to anymore. Yeah. 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 It's, it's a difficult place to be. Um, I can attest to that. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, mm-hmm. okay. Well, well, and knowing that it's, that it's one, that that's a natural progression for us to sort of reevaluate our lives at this time, because mm-hmm. we may have been so busy with all the other to-do list stuff that we sort of stopped to forget. We, we, we stopped, we forgot to stop and ask ourselves what really matters to us. Yeah. And that's, that's the part where going back, you know, if you're dealing with someone still raising their children, that's why Mm -hmm. self-awareness is so important that you, you know, you are as an individual and plan Mm -hmm. and figure out what you want so that when the kids are doing their own thing, you got your own thing too. (laughs) Definitely. Definitely. I didn't, I didn't even go back to school for my master's until I was 50 Mm -hmm. because my kids were getting older and I was like, all right, I need to do more with my life. I was really called to um, help other women get through some of this hard stuff. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, went back and Okay. I'm doing that now, yeah, for a little over 15 years. Oh, okay. Um, so tell us how we can get in touch with you, all your contacts. So many. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I have a therapy business. I'm licensed in Maryland and Delaware for individual therapy with clients. And my therapy website is progressioncounseling.com. And then for life coaching, and I can work with women all over the country, all over the world. Uh, that's elizabethcushcoaching.com. Okay. And right now, if you sign up for my newsletter for uh, elizabethcushcoaching.com, you get a free uh, journal to help you reduce stress and bring more balance and ease into your life. Okay, cool. And we put those in the show notes um, for listeners. Yes. Give me one piece of advice for a solo mom. Hmm. I would say, listen to yourself that, yeah, that, that, as you said, to really reflect and be in touch with you, who you are as a person and what matters to you. I mean, that reflects how you parent, that reflects what you do in your life, but it can also give you some guidance because we are so wise. We really do know what we need. We just don't always listen. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Thank you very much, uh, Elizabeth Kosh, for coming and speaking to me today. I really appreciate you. 
Oh, I appreciate you having me on, Rosemary. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Hello, Solar Moms. As a mentor, I want to help you shift your mindset and empower you to take control of your life. As a solo mom of three adult sons, I know parenting alone can be hard. But together, we can work on healing unresolved trauma and creating the life you deserve. To see yourself as God sees you. Schedule a complimentary consultation with me by emailing jen at jrosemarie.com or calling plus one nine one seven nine nine four one three two nine or see the links below. Let's take the first step towards healing and empowerment. Thank you for listening. Hello, Solar Moms. As a solo mom of three adult sons, I understand the challenges you face on a daily basis. As a mentor, my mission is to help you shift your mindset and empower you to take control of your life, to see yourself as God sees you. I know that unresolved trauma can be a heavy burden to carry and parenting alone can be a lonely journey, but it doesn't have to be that way. I want you to know that you are not alone. You have the strength and resilience to overcome your challenges and create the life you desire. I want to help you to make the effort to tackle unresolved trauma and change your perspective so you can live the life you deserve. I offer complimentary consultation where we can discuss how to move forward, create a plan to help you heal and empower you you can schedule a consultation by emailing me at jenatjrosemarie.com or by calling plus one 917-994-1329 or schedule a consultation with the link below. I am here for you and I want to help you take the first step towards healing and empowerment. Don't let unresolved trauma hold you back any longer. Don't parent in silence. So take action today and let's work together to empower you to live the life you desire.